La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic. Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic. Glou, 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 font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche, ding, ding, dong. Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum. Tout avec lui dit boum. Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille. Bonjour Rugby Friends and welcome to a new edition of the French Rugby Connections with moi, Véronique Lindieu and... Bill Hooper, good to be back with you. Yes, I was in France, in Brittany, in Landerneau last weekend, but I had a few networking issues, hence the reason why the, our recording couldn't take place. But hey, better late than never, we are back today with loads of really good news about the top 14. So, Bill, let's start with Bordeaux versus Perpignan. Yes, uh, good game uh, yesterday. Uh, Bordeaux beating USAP uh, by 46 points to 22. And four tries from D Damien Penault, who was absolutely on fire. With ah. Absolutely fantastic performance. Absolutely. That's why I wanted to start by that game, you know. Uh, that's the first time that Damien Penault has scored four tries. And I've got uh, stats for you. His first try took place at the f 1 minute 23 seconds, then uh -huh. 17 minutes, then 37 minutes, and then 39 minutes. Damien Penault was on fire yesterday. Four tries in the first half. That's fantastic. That doesn't happen very often. That's the first time, and apparently that's the seven times in the top 14's history that a player has scored a four tries in, in one go. Uh, I think the beauty with Damien Penault, who is probably one of the best wingers in the world, is that, you know, he can read the game, he's very fast on his feet, fast like an éclair, and uh, playing for Bordeaux suits him really well after playing for so yeah. many years for Clermont. Absolutely. Um, he's, he's a, he's a world-class finisher. There's no two ways about it. We saw it in the Rugby World Cup. Um, what a great player he is. And uh, yeah, I, I think he's, uh, luckily, he's a player that uh, hopefully will be uh, still in great form when it comes around to the Six Nations in the new year. Yes, absolutely. It was a, a good game. And thanks to their success, you know, uh, Bordeaux is now ranked fifth on the top 14 table. So, well done to Bordeaux. Um, Absolutely, yeah. And let's not forget, you know, we had uh, Jalibert who played. Well, they're coming back after their rest, aren't they? Which is great. So, hopefully now that they're going to get some some form time before before we get to the new year and, and, and the start of the Six Nations. So, um, that's going to be great. Yes. So, Toulouse against Clermont. Internationals were back. I think they had the full Monty there. You know, you had uh, uh, the usual suspect back playing <laughs> from the beginning. Because last week they lost against Castres, which was a bit of a surprise. Thanks to they win back in the top six. So the score was 31 to 10, Toulouse against Clermont. Yeah, um... I always think the, the games against Castro are always a bit like a, they're a, a local derby down there, aren't they? Because Castro isn't that far away from Toulouse, so there's, there's a great rival, rivalry between the two clubs. So um, perhaps last week's loss at, at Castro wasn't too surprising given the context of the, of the fixture. But um, no, I mean, obviously Toulouse have got back on the horse this week and 31-10 uh, win against Clermont 
um, at uh, in, in Toulouse is fantastic. And I think uh, winger Tozan scored a couple of tries for them, which uh, got them on their way. He's a new player, I think. Um, I think he's been there a few seasons, but um, he, he's not one. He's not one of the um, stars, is he? he? He's not. But he, he's a good. He's a good player who's there and uh, and is very very reliable. So um, he scores some good tries, and a lot of people will probably think he's unlucky not to, to perhaps get featured in the French side. But when you look at the winners they've got uh, in the French team at the moment, it's very very difficult to break into the squad, isn't it? Exactly, and we just alluded earlier to Damien Penault. So, uh, but uh, for Toulouse, it's work in progress. I think they played a bit better, but it's made a few mistakes, and uh, they're not quite there yet. I think they're still reeling from the overall from the World Cup. I think uh, Dupont was there; he was smiling at the beginning, and not so much towards the end. But we'll talk about Dupont in our second part of the program in more depth. But Clermont, Christophe Urios, you may have read in the press this morning, wasn't too happy regarding the referee. Apparently, you know, there was a try that, that was disallowed. So they feel, Clermont feels a bit hard done by. Well, I mean, that's nothing nothing new from Christophe Urios, is it really? He's, um, he's always been a little bit of a, a, a figure in French rugby. Um, he's very, very opinionated and... Um, you know, he, he, when he when he feels um, he's been aggrieved, he he's not slow in uh, in coming forward and, and saying exactly how he sees it. So, um, yeah, that's part of the course for Christoph. But I think it's not the first time. You know, he's been hardened by felt uh, over the last few games. So something to look at, I would say. I hear what you are saying regarding Christoph Gourios. He's got his franc parler, <laughs> of course. Oh, you yeah. know, he calls a spade a spade. Uh, a, a team which is really, really struggling right now, and I don't know what's happening, is Montpellier that played yesterday against... Oyona. Oyona, thank you very much. They lost again. The score was 21-26. to 26. It's the seven defeats. Yeah, it's um, it's very very worrying uh, what's going on at Montpellier. When you think you know it wasn't too much too long ago they were actually champions of France, and uh, here they are at the foot of the table, struggling and, and losing at home against a side which um, they really need to to beat um, to get to pull away from that uh, bottom of the table position. Um, obviously, some big changes in recent weeks has happening there with um, the arrival of. Uh, Laporte coming back um, as uh, the uh, director of rugby there. Um, Richard Cockrell has been m- moved on. Uh, Patrice Colazzo has come in. But um, as they say in French, we're, we're waiting for the déclic, and it hasn't happened yet. So we'll have to wait and see. But the longer this goes on, the more difficult it becomes for Montpellier to get out of this, uh, this mood. Yes, and in addition to Patrice Colazzo, who was up until a few weeks ago, was the director of rugby at Brie, but he was uh, shown the door. You also have Labit and Eteheto, which are part of the coaching staff. And like you said, Paul Cockrell and Jean-Baptiste Elissat have been sacked. So uh, not a big surprise there. They have touched the Abyss Montpellier. They really have to ramp up. 
they've got some good quality players. You know, they've got William C., they've got Yakuba Kamara, they've got um, number 10. What is his name? I forgot he plays for Italy. Um, so there's something which is not uh, gelling. But let's not forget, they went through the same type of situation in, I think it was in no- around January 2021 when they really touched the abyss and... Uh, Philippe Saint-André, you know, had to put a track suit bottom and manage a team for them to, to ramp up again. And, you know, 2022, uh, they worked their magic because they ended up being uh, the top 14 champion. So, yes, there's something something not quite right there. And it, like you were saying, Bill, you know, the more they lose, you know, the more uh, their confidence is is crumbling. Well, absolutely. Um, this is the great thing, you know. Uh, if you're on a losing run and a losing streak, and you get loss after loss, it, it really does start to dent the confidence, and the players begin to doubt themselves. And they obviously doubt the uh, the coaching staff. So, and I don't think the uh, the president of the club will stand for it for, for too long. He was quick to get rid of the uh, the old regime, and uh, you just wonder just how uh, how patient he will be. Yes, let us forget Philippe Saint-André is still working for Montpellier, but he works on the commercial side, on the sponsorships and so on. So he's not on the pitch anyway. But with the arrival of Bernard Laporte, I hope that Bernard will bring his his magic (laughs) to the team. He's a great coach. Whatever you think of Bernard Laporte, he worked wonders when he was managing Stade Francais. And also yes. the, the French team as well. He's a talented coach. And if Bernard Laporte could be an animal, I think it would be a cat because it's, I don't know how many lives he's, he's has, he has <laughs> had in the rugby, in the, in rugby life, but more than one, that's for sure. He keeps coming back. He certainly does keep bouncing back. And, um, yeah, as you say, he is a great, uh, great coach. And, uh, I can still remember him as a player, scrum after, um, Bordeaux Bergle, as they were then. Yes. Then uh, Lyon against Bayonne. Yeah, um, Lyon, good win, 42 to 29. Um, keeps them keeps them up uh, in the uh, mid table, I think, uh, pushing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that's, uh, that was a good result. I think, I mean, the result that really struck me was, um, again, Poe. Poe had a good win against Stade Francais, 30 points to six. Um, and uh, old Exeter Chiefs player Joe Joe Simmons is uh, going well down there uh, at uh, Stade Amo for Poe, um, kicking goals, and he certainly fit, he certainly fitted in really well. That's good to know. It suits him to play for uh, Poe. Poe is currently at the top of the top fourteen. Yep. They're still there, um, going well. And Stade Francais, of course, were are not that far behind them. So um, that's, a, that's a really good good result against the tar- uh, you know, Stade side that are uh, up there challenging for the top spot. Definitely. And to come back to the match between Lyon against uh, Bayonne, Lyon really needed to win because they experienced three losses the last three weeks. So it was a question of... Uh, of pride. Yeah, it worked well for them. So, interesting time. And then you had Toulon against Castres. Yeah, 41-19 to Toulon. Uh, currently puts them up to second place, uh, just behind Poe in the in the table. Uh, there's a gaggle of teams on 23 points now, but um, 
Yes, Toulon certainly going well. Um, two tries from Dreon. Um, so um, he's, he's playing well for Toulon at the moment. So uh, a name to look out for. Mm-hmm. Um, as we start to think um, not too far away, uh, we'll be talking about the, um, the European Cup matches. Yes, we will. Hey, and tonight the uh, big games is between Racing 92 against La Rochelle and making his debut wow. will be... Yeah. Will it be Colissi? Exactly. He'll be there. He will, be, he will be starting his first game for Racing. So great excitement at La Défense tonight. So I would think it'll be a packed house for, for this game against La Rochelle. Um, La Rochelle is still struggling a bit. They're, um, they're down towards the wrong end of the table. So uh, they certainly do need to sort of uh, try and get uh, get uh, some more points, uh, even if they can get some, some points uh, at Racing. That would be great for them. But uh, yeah, it's uh, been a very, very difficult uh, start to the season for La Rochelle. Obviously, players um, away with France, but uh, they're coming back now. But um, Hopefully they'll they'll get their mojo back uh, before they start their uh, defence of the uh, European Cup. Yes, but Colisi, I have to say, uh, I think it's is a bit like a Carter inverted coma. You know, it's really bringing the X factor. I think to um, to the top fourteen and to uh, Hassing as well. So yeah, well, uh, well done, and it's such an inspiring. A player, if you read his book, you know, he, he had an extremely difficult childhood, um, were born in extreme poverty. And he did say one of the reasons he was really happy to play for rugby club is that for once in his life, you know, he could have a pair of uh, socks and shoes, you know, so it, it does, you know, it, it, it brings things into perspective. Anyhow, anyway, so let's talk about the, the ranking right now, top 14. What does it look like? Well, at, at the top of the table, as I said, Power leading the way, and then there's a, there's a gaggle of clubs behind. On 20, they're on 27 points. Um, a gaggle of clubs on 23 points. Um, Toulon, Stade Francais, Racing, Castres, Toulouse. Of course, Racing have got a game in hand, so they could get if they win tonight. Then obviously they'll close the gap on Poe. So, um, and then you've got a little bit of a gap before you, you get to teams like um, Bordeaux, Berger, Clermont, Oyonna, and then it really does drift down to Paul Montpellier, who are still on seven points uh, with USAP Perpignan just uh, just above them on eight. So um, it is tight down there in the uh, the bottom places of the, t- of the league. Yes, the 9 to 14, so it's Oyonna, number 9, Lyon, number 10, uh, La Rochelle, number 11. So it'd be interesting when they play against Racing 92 tonight. So there's got lots, lots at stake, followed by Bayonne, Perpignan, and we mentioned, you know, Montpellier, Montpellier is is lagging at the bottom of the top 14 and they now are aware that they have to play for their survival as well. Uh, next week, they're going to meet Bayonne. It's another vital game for them because Bayonne are only just above USAP uh, uh, in the table. So it's another game that Montpellier really need to um, to target if they want to move away from the bottom of the table. 
And we know how passionate the supporters are in Bayonne as well. And it's very rare, very rare when a visiting team win in Bayonne. So. Very difficult to get a result at the start of Jean Dauguer. It's very hard indeed. Indeed. Okay, so main rugby news this week, and it was confirmed Antoine Dupont is, is not going to play for the Six Nations in February, but instead will be, be playing rugby seven just in time for the Olympics in Paris. We knew this was coming. Uh, we, we've heard that uh, he was planning to do this. Um, take some time out from uh, playing uh, in international rugby and concentrate on the um, on the seventh circuit uh, in preparation for the Olympic Games in Paris in uh, in the summer. Um, I think it's probably going to do him a lot of good, actually, to have a bit of a break from the intense pressure of international rugby, especially after the, the huge disappointment of losing that quarterfinal um, against South Africa. Um, Uh, you know, it still it still rankles very much in France, and uh, I'm sure Dupont, especially, feels very, very, very hurt by that result. And um, he needs to rebuild his confidence and set himself a new goal. And I think uh, this this could well be uh, the best avenue for him to sort of get back uh, his, his mojo. Absolutely, I think he's going to play in Vancouver actually, which is a nice change for him. Um, <laughs> and uh, yes, I, I. I... I concur with what you said regarding the fact that he probably needs to refresh himself, you know, maybe re reinvent himself and find his mojo because lately, you know, you can see that he's still hurt. And obviously, you know, the French left the competition a bit too earlier than expected. And it was a four-year project and so much commitment, so much stake, you know, for the French team to win the, the Rugby World Cup. In France. So I suppose, you know, for Antoine Dupont, it would be a bit like a payback time, you know, a, a way for him to redeem himself, maybe. I hope I'm not too too harsh on him. And to find different type of rugby, because Rugby 7 is very, very fun as well. What are the rules of Rugby 7? Well, Rugby 7 is, is, is really a, a game of, of speed and, and mm -hmm. tactics. It's... Um, I think he'll enjoy it because he's a player who is very instinctive, and that's the great thing. You look at the great seven sides that you see, you see how the Fijians play, with, um, and um, South Africa. They generally have a very good um, sevens side as well. Um, it's such an instinctive game, um, but you've got to have that that factor, that that step, that vision of seeing the gaps and going for it and uh, it's really really exciting and I think I think um, Antoine Dupont has probably got a good game to do well at sevens I really do so it'll be interesting to see how he, how he gets on it will be fun and I can tell you that I'm going to get uh, even more interested in rugby seven now 
<laughs> as the, our talisman player is going to play for the team. So um, on Monday, Toulouse and the French Federation are going to hold a, a, a joint press conference 250 days before the start of the Olympic Games. They will confirm that Dupont will not be playing for the Six Nations. So it gives us a slight headache to Fabien Gatier. He will have to find replacement as captain of the French team, but also as a scrum half. It's going to be interesting. Um, my, my gut feeling would be, as far as the captaincy goes, I would definitely go with Charles Olivon. I think he, would, he, he was captain before. I think he could be captain again. Um, so I, I think that would solve the captaincy problem. But obviously, as far as Scrum Half goes, well, there's quite a few contenders. Uh, and really, it's a question of who's, who's playing, who's in form as we lead up to the Six Nations, who's showing the best form. Um, it's not going to necessarily be Luku. It could be somebody else. So there are plenty of contenders. And uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, who uh, pleases Galtier. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. So coming back to the seven, as I was saying earlier, Dupont will play in Vancouver on the 23rd and 24th of February and then in Los Angeles on the 2nd and 3rd, March, 3rd of March. So a little bit of um, international traveling for him. He's going to need to get his passport uh, all sorted out. He's going to be doing quite a lot of traveling, as you say, and some interesting and different places to, to visit. So it's not only just good for his game, but it's also good for his uh, his mind. And also the supporters are really going large when they support uh, Rugby Sevens as well. They really have, it's really a party time, isn't it? Um, at all these tournaments, uh, great fun, great excitement and... Um, Lots, lots of beer and some good rugby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we wish the best to Antoine Dupont and uh, the re- the best for the rest of the uh, top 14 as well. Um, hopefully, you know, the yeah. internationals are going to get back their, their mojo after their quarterfinal defeat. Anyway, let's talk about a really talented player from Fiji who played for Bristol for four seasons and his name is... Semi Radradra, <laughs> who was playing for the World Cup as well, who was the captain and who nearly defeated England in the quarterfinal, 24 to 30. Do you remember that game? Well, Semi Radradra is going to play for Lyon. Yeah, great signing for Lyon, isn't it? Um, getting him over. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, he's played, uh, as you said, in England for, for a few seasons and uh, he's certainly made his mark wherever he goes. Um, and I'm sure he's going to do the same uh, playing for, for Lyon. A marquee signing. Definitely. A little bit of va-va-va-voom, you know. In the top 49, again, his speed is exemplary. I mean, he's so fast on his feet. He's a very instinctive player as well. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a joy to see him. And next Absolutely. week, yeah. And next week, he'll shoot play against Castres, apparently. That should be a good game against Castres. Um, so, it'll be good to see how he goes. <laughs> Again, the top 14 is exciting as ever with lots of team going through peak and draft. Yep, I think so. I mean, obviously, we'll wait and see what the result is of the game tonight uh, at uh, Racing. They play La Rochelle. 
and then we'll know uh, a bit more as to where where the land lies. But um, as I said, uh, I think we've got another week next week of uh, top fourteen, and then we're going to be uh, hitting the uh, European Cup. So be a bit, a bit bit of a break for the top fourteen, but uh, Europe on the horizon, and uh, and before we know it, it'll be the new year. Indeed. So au revoir. La pendule fait tic tac tic tic. Les oiseaux du lac pic pac pic pic. Glou 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 font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche ding ding dong. Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum, tout avec lui dit boum. Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille. Au revoir.